we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. It's time. The Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. It's very, 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 very big. You guys are changing the entire scene of the culture of hockey. Well, y'all came a long way. They might not watch the news, but, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast Club. Who to go? Let's go. DJ Envy, Jess Hilarious, and Charlemagne the God. Y'all are like a mega force. Breakfast Club, that's how we get our day started. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Jess Hilarious. Hi. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Yes, Wednesday, hump day, middle of the week. How you guys feeling? I feel good. Don't you, lie. you get too much rest, mm-hmm. you be tired. I love too much rest. How many hours of sleep you got last night? I went to sleep at 7 again. Wow. Woke up at 2. And okay. then I was sitting there looking dumb until 4.30. See, see, see that's the difference. <laughs> see, I wake up at 2 o'clock. It's good. I go pee and then I'm like, oh, I got two more hours. I'm the same way. Really? I'm yes. the same way. I go pee and then I was like, I got it. I got it. I know the time. Oh, my God. No. You could get I, two more hours too if you just get rid of that glam. And I, No, I can't get rid of the glam. Oh. No. I'm not y'all. Like, no, I'm not doing that. It's easier for a guy. No. 
I'm not doing <laughs> I'm shaking my head at her because it's going to change. It's going to change. It's That's only four three. Weeks. It's only day, day three of morning radio. It's going to well, change. Well, I don't need makeup. I just prefer it. That's like, true. You, you don't know, need it. The enhancements are, it looks great, especially on these cameras. Mm-hmm. You already got great melanin. Thank you. You know, all it's going to change is going to be sweatsuits. No makeup soon. <laughs> Sneakers. Y'all, y'all hear this. Flip flops. To all the listeners out there, they just, they count. They they want me to be a bum so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, shout to all the, uh, the dads and moms out there. So my son this morning at, you know, I, I get up at 420. Mm-hmm. 4.15, he walks up in my room and says, Dad, I'm sick and starts throwing up. Oh, I'm like, kid to do that, man. I'm like, you didn't go you to the toilet. The exactly. You could have went to the bathroom. Why you do that right now? He had to prove it. He had to prove it? Yeah. So I had to clean it. Oh. So I had to clean it, and I turned the lights on in the whole house. I had because I had to get the mop, I had to get the Fabuloso, I had to get the antibacterial. I had to get I said, the whole like everybody. Up Message to all the kids oh. out there: go to the bathroom, throw up in the toilet, then go in your parents' room and say, "Mom, Dad, I threw up. Yes. Come look, mm-hmm. come look, yeah, come look. We'll okay. be happy that it's in the toilet, and we'll see that you're sick, so you get your whole point across. Yes. I don't know why kids do that. Oh my goodness! So, so that was my morning. Okay. And I, I seen you was with uh, Andre 3000 yesterday. Uh yes, I went nice. to the um new new blue, what is it? The new blue sun tour. Nice. Yeah yeah yeah. So so if you ever get a chance to uh you know if hundred fifty thousand comes to your city, go get you some of those new blue sun rays, man. It ain't for it ain't for everybody though. Yeah. It's for people who like that type of energy. You like that type of vibration. Like but, his last album, right? Yes, it's all it's, it's all flute. That's I all it is. It. You know, if you like if you like peace, you know you that. you you might find yourself meditating during the show. Mm-hmm. You might even find yourself. Nodding off in a good way during the show. You know how when you're in the spa and you know that relaxing spa music is playing, yeah. And then he got the lights going and everything. Honestly, I wish I was hot. I wish I was on some plant-based medicine mm. or something. Wow. While I while I was in. So, there. so what's the vibe? Is it is it? Is it felt it like Love Jones three thousand. Remember the, the couches? Remember the sanctuary in Love Jones? Y'all remember the movie Love Jones? I no. do, but I don't remember the sanctuary. Remember the sanctuary in Love Jones when they would go in there and do the poetry and oh, they had that yeah, nice sultry oh, vibration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it feels, but it feels futuristic. It's like that's why I call it Love Jones three thousand. Is it food? Is it drinks? Is nah, it- they know it was in the church, so no food and no drinks. Oh, oh they had it in the church. Last oh, night it was dope. in the church. That's yeah. really, really yes, dope. Yes, and he's in there selling out shows, playing the damn flute. I okay. love to. He got a band that. though. He got a band with him. And he doesn't do no music, but just the flute. Music. Y'all niggas ain't getting no words. <laughs> you hear me? Y'all don't deserve not nah word from Andre 3000. Drop one of clues bombs for Andre Benjamin, okay? He is a cultural treasure and should always be treated as such. Did, you, did he speak and say, hey, show. guys, thank you for coming? Right. Or just, oh, no, no, no. He, oh, spoke, oh, he, spoke, okay. he, speaks, he speaks a little bit in between. Okay. Yeah, not, not a lot. I'm telling you, it's a great vibration. It's a great... I, I think it's a great date night, personally. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if you've ever seen Love Jones mm-hmm. and you saw how the sanctuary was, that's how this this this, this how this, this show is. Okay. Just like that. All right. It was in where? In Brooklyn? It was in Brooklyn in last Brooklyn. night. Okay. Yep. Amazing. Yep. All right. New Blue Sun Tour. Go get you some New Blue Sun Ray. Well, let's get the show cracking. Charlie Wilson will be joining us this morning. Yes. OG Charlie Wilson. You know him from the... Uh, the Gap, Gap Band, Band and, and he's done songs with everybody your favorite rappers whether it's Snoop it's Tyler the Creator it's Man, if you don't know him ask your grandma yeah okay you can <laughs> say ask your mama ask your granddaddy if you don't know him yeah mama okay? somebody gonna put you on that's who put me on to him people know Charlie Wilson my daddy put me on to him okay right. yeah people know who he is though yeah. All right. the, the, the youth and the older people know him that's right alright so we gonna talk to him a little bit Tesla Figaro will be joining us for Front Page News. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some Front Page News. All right. Now, just to uh, tell everybody, Trey Young and Scotty Barnes from the Toronto Raptors have been named to the All-Star Game. Uh, they're going to be injury replacements. So they're going to be replacing Joel Embiid and New York Knicks' Julius Randle. Mm. 
All right. Now let's jump right into it. What up, Tez? What's going on, DJ Envy? Charlamagne the God, Jess Hilarious. Hi. Peace, Tez. Hello. Let's jump right into it. Let's talk Biden. Yeah, quickly, President Joe Biden calls out Donald Trump for derailing the border deal, and he said Republicans need to grow a spine. Take a listen. All indications are this bill won't even move forward to the Senate floor. Why? A simple reason. Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump thinks it's bad for him politically. Therefore, he doesn't, even though it helps the, the, the country, he's not for it. He'd rather weaponize this issue than actually solve it. So for the last 24 hours, he's done nothing, I'm told, but reach out to Republicans in the House and the Senate and threaten them and try to intimidate them to vote against this proposal. And it looks like they're caving. Frankly, they owe it to the American people to show some spine and do what they know to be right. Hey, man, that's great messaging. Okay, that's exactly what Biden should be doing because the truth is, no matter what was in that deal, you know, uh, the, 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 the shadow president, Donald Trump, told the GOP not to do it because he doesn't want to give the Democrats any type of win. And Biden did exactly what he should do. Come out and let everyone know, yo, you want the border fixed? The person standing in the way of that is Donald Trump. Point the problem mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I like that message. President, mm-hmm. Presidential candidate Nikki Haley, she weighed in on it. She said they are playing games. Take a listen to what she said. Are you saying that the former president is playing politics with the border? Well, I think nobody should be playing politics with the border. First of all, he shouldn't be getting involved telling Republicans that wait until the election because we don't want this to help Biden win. We can't wait one more day. You have millions of people who've come to that border. They are not being vetted. America's acting like it's September 10th. We better remember what September 12th felt like because it only takes one. This is not a time to play politics. Is he? What I do think is they need to get something out. Of course he is. He's absolutely playing politics by telling them not to do anything. But what I do think they need to do is they've got to put a tough immigration law in place. Nikki Haley doing it right, too. Mm-hmm. Call it out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? No. If, if, if you're competing against Donald Trump and that's who you're trying to get out the paint and, you know, people want the border fixed and the person in the way is Trump, call it out. Yeah. Nikki Haley and President Biden both doing what they should, they should be doing. Absolutely. Now, Donald Trump uh, posted on social media saying only a fool or a radical left Democrat would vote for this border bill. Uh, it only gives shutdown authority after 5,000 encounters a day when we already have the right to close the border now, which must be done. So their argument on the other side is saying, no, they just don't like this bill because they said he can just change it with a stroke of a pen. If Joe Biden was interested in changing it, he could just put back Trump policies that were in place before he got in office. So, um, although there's certainly, you know, to your point, Charlemagne, playing games, uh, it's a lot of folks on the Republican side that just don't support the things that are in this bill. And yeah, but so, they, they wouldn't support it no way, Tess. We know of that. Course, of it, course, it, of it course. It don't matter. It don't matter. If it could have been the perfect bill for them and they still wouldn't Of course. Do it because it's not, course. It was, like, like, it's not good political strategy for them. And just of course. Want to get and, no win. and just to you, ask, you need something to run on. part of the bill is, is they allow 5,000 migrants in and after 5,000, that's when they close the border? Right. So 5,000 migrants a day. Right. Encounters a day. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, no, they don't agree with any of that. All I know is President Trump really the the shadow president. Yeah, no question about it. How you standing on the sidelines calling shots? You're not even in the, you're not even in a position of power and got all Mm -hmm. the power. Lord, we got time for, we got time for one more because this is important. We We got time? We can do it when we come back. Okay, we'll come back. All right, we'll do it. And and what you want to do when we come back, Tess? Yeah, when we come back, I want to tell you, there was an election yesterday, in case Mm -hmm. people didn't know, and there was actual a candidate on the ballot called none of these candidates that did really well. So I want to tell you about that candidate that won. I also want to tell you a little bit about the first time ever uh, a parent was held accountable for their child being a mass shooter. So we'll get to that at 7. All right. Everybody else, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 
800-585-1051. Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne, Gizzy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now here and tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? What up, what up? It's David. How you doing? David. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, David. Get it off your chest, brother. Yo, so I just wanted to say that I agree with Donald Trump. We do need to do something like drastic with the border. Because we got a lot of people that we beefing with, and like some of those people be coming in, like the Chinese. I'm seeing military age men. Uh, I'm seeing some military age men, Russians coming in. I'm seeing it like every day across TikTok. So it makes me nervous. And what better way to get at us than to send them to the border because we're letting everybody through? Oh, no, I mean, we all so it agree. makes me we, nervous. We, so we need to shut it down. We all agree that something needs to be done with the border, but uh, the reality is no matter what bill. President Biden puts on that table, Republicans are going to shut it down because they don't want to give him no wins at all during an election year. I highly doubt that, though. I'm telling you, it's politics, but it's politics, brother. It's an election year. They don't want to get nothing done. They they want they they want to get credit for it. They don't want to give them no credit for that. But you know, they, when they talk about they allow five thousand in a day, right? And over five thousand, that's when they shut the border down. Do we have enough money to support 5,000 migrants? No. And, see, and that's 1.8 million people a year. And, and what's going to happen is, just like anything else, migrants are going to come over here. They're going to realize America don't got resources for them. Like we, like a lot of us been realized. And what are they going to turn to? To survive. Crime. Yeah. Simple as that. A lot, And I'm not saying all of them will, but a lot of them will. Mm -hmm. Simple. Matt. Good morning, Matt. Yes, sir. Good morning. What's up, Matt? Get it off your chest. Man, I'm just tired of these white people taking everything from us. They won't let us have nothing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what, they what they took from you, Matt? They don't let us. Man, they ain't take nothing from me specifically, but from, you know, my people, my ancestors, all this shit he went through, man. You talking about Travis Kelsey's fate? You talking about Travis Kelsey and his fate? Uh, nah, 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 not recently that. I'm just talking about overall, just in general, you know? Oh, okay, okay. Got you. And it's Black History Month, too. You really feeling it. You really feeling it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. Have a good one, man. He ain't even saying nothing in particular. I'm just talking about people taking from us, man. Tired. <laughs> he said, they ain't taking nothing from me specifically, just, but my people. <laughs> he should have put his cash out about there. Guilt some of these white people to send them a dollar this right. morning. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up! Whether you're mad or blessed, it's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Amalia. Hey, Amalia. Get it off your chest. I am so stressed and frustrated about my boss. Um, he took over the facility, I guess, that I managed. It is a new role for him, and it, he has staff, which he didn't to have. And it's very clear that like, he doesn't know his job and what he's supposed to do and how to lead this place. Um, and I'm trying to be patient with him because of that, but I spent a lot of time vanishing up, which is stressful, frustrating, and it doesn't leave a whole lot of room for me to do my job. So we're constantly on that hurry up and wait, like do X, Y, and Z, and then wait for him to make a decision because he's just not clear on how to make a decision. And I'm trying to find ways to tell him that, like, I need you to learn your job so I can do my job in a respectful way that does not make me lose my job. Mm, so you got a boss, you got to teach him his job and do your job. Mm. Yeah. Damn it, man. I'm sorry. And he's, 
gets paid so much more than me and I'm just like I can't sit here it's like teaching a child because it's basic stuff that I'm just like I need you to go to your higher up and let you let them teach you this because I'm teaching you this for my end, but this is a new department that was put under his purview right and he never had this so so they put it on his purview because it makes sense for the position that he's in but it doesn't make sense for his leadership because he doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing with this position. I'm sure he has exactly, but it doesn't fit. So we're in a place that needs to be moving constantly. The facility that we manage needs to be moving constantly. And we can't make decisions because we have to wait for him to learn X, Y, and C to then come back to us or ask the 100 people that don't have nothing to do with the decision that needs to be made so he can cover his bases. Yeah, okay. We get right. it, Mama. We so basically, it. the white man holding you back. The white man holding all of y'all back this morning. But, why, if, but if she don't show him the job, won't that expose him? Right. I don't know. Can't you know fire I mean? her for not showing them the job. It, it exposes. By the way, everybody who works for somebody thinks the person they work for don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Especially if you ain't getting paid what you want to get paid. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel like you're getting treated fairly, you you gonna all the, always say the person don't know what they do. That's yep. true. Hello, who's this? Man, DJ Envy, Charlemagne. Peace. Peace to the God. Peace to the kings, man. Say, say good morning to Jess Hilarious. Say good morning to Jess Hilarious. Oh, hold on, my dad. Nope. Jess Hilarious. Good morning, beautiful. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. I just wanted to get the word you white. off my chest. He's great. 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 I'm about to say, damn, what's going on with white people this morning? <laughs> what the hell's happening? What? <laughs> what? My bad, man. Let me start over. Good morning, Breakfast Club. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Mm. Exactly. I want to say y'all vibing this morning. I hear y'all political speech. I'm, I'm rocking with it. We need more of that in the atmosphere. Yes, sir. All right. That's all you got for us, sir? I, I want to say the word good morning. All right. Well, good morning. Let's you. start using it more. All right, bro. Oh, that's nice. You so what you more. use? Good morning, more. Good morning. We do say good morning. morning. I, 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 I say good morning, to everybody. That's the first thing. Show people respect. They're probably talking to New York. Probably talking probably. to New York. They rude ass. You ready? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we like what you looking Maybe. at? I see two good dudes get on, get get into it on the train. Dude was he was in a. Uh, and what the slick. hell was you on the train? That wasn't me. He was on the. I seen. I seen a video on. Oh, on, I'm about on, to say. You know, I wasn't on no guy <laughs> train. Just be lying. I said. I saw these two dudes get into it on the train. I was okay. watching it from from social media. Right. And the dude had the crutches and bumped into the dude. And the dude was like, "You can say excuse me." He's like, "I ain't saying excuse me." He was like, "It's like I got crutches. I'm crippled." He was like, "F your cripple ass. I was. Oh. I'm gonna beat you up and take your, your your crutch from you." And what if he thought he said he was a crip and he was a blood? Then it would have been World War Three oh on that my train. God. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got Jess with the mess coming up. Yes, we do. She has it. <laughs> Damn, y'all usually wait till 830 not to tell Jess nothing. All right, well, we'll, we'll get into Jess with the mess next. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club on this Wednesday, this hump day. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, and let's get to Jess with the mess. <laughs> Travis Kelsey doesn't want credit for the fade, and, and he should not. <laughs> Does not want credit. <laughs> Travis can't get credit. No. Yeah, he can't, but I'm glad that he made it uh, clear that he didn't want it. The New York Times called Travis Kelsey's haircut. Um his fade the Travis Kelsey they actually wrote it and said they'll take the Travis Kelsey hairdo that is and um they, he just he sat down during the the opening night uh for the 
press conference for the Super Bowl, and he took the opportunity to clear up that he didn't invent the fade, and we got audio for that. It's absolutely ridiculous. And to do it, and to do it on February 1st, to throw me to the walls like that, that was messed up, man. Like, I don't want anything to do with that one, man. I, I, I got a good fade if you need it, though. It's a two on top, a nice high to mid fade with a taper in the back. But I didn't invent that. I just asked for it. February 1st to throw us to the wolves so now we wolves dang <laughs> he thinks black people teen wolf he thinks he can kill black people with a silver bullet dang. the crazy thing is I swear he sounded black if I if I didn't know who he was he sounded a little black he saying did. that y'all said hey yo y'all can't y'all can't give me that but I wonder if Boosie gonna have something to say about this I, I really do I, because he didn't invent the fate either but he is highly known for the fade. For his boosty fade? Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Now, the irony of that New York Times article, whoever wrote that article, he mm -hmm. owes the culture a fade. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> like, why would he even say that? It doesn't even make sense. Like, it just yeah. sounds stupid. Culturally mm -hmm. clueless, but some things you should look up. Yeah. You know what I mean? You should yeah. say to yourself, I don't think that's probably new. Let yeah, me yeah. research that. You don't even got look up. Just open your eyes. <laughs> yeah, just open like, your like eyes. Everybody wow. got a fade. Like, that's everybody. right. You don't see black people. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. And uh, Jamel Hill, uh, she uh, tweeted or whatever that they already try to give Taylor Swift credit for the swag sir. That's crazy. Yeah, that's what happens when you don't have cultural competency on your staff. That's, that's, right. that's exactly what she said. So I agree with that. The swag servant, they might not have heard that or seen it, but the fade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fade you is know, crazy. You don't work with any black people? Oh, yeah. Swag surfing been around since mm -hmm. oh, oh something. Maybe oh nine. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah but it's been around for 15 years. <laughs> but that also shows that, you know, just because something is big in your world don't mean that it's big it's in everybody big else's yep. world. We it's all do be in our own bubbles. Regardless of how big something may be in yep. our bubble, it's still our bubble. Bro, Jay-Z got a fade. When? When do hell Jay Z ain't had a fade in fifteen years? Nah. What are you talking about? Oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. <laughs> I'm, looking at, yo, I'm looking at the picture on the wall. I'm like, Jay Z oh, got a fade. Yeah, Jay Z got nah. a whole head of hair. What are you right. talking about? Yeah. But back then, Jay Z had a fade. Jay Z out here looking like a Molly. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> he got the, uh, the 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 Florida locks. The, oh, the one, yes. like like six of them. Yeah, yeah. six of them. <laughs> Kanye struggles with booking venues. Uh, he posted a video, and uh, last night, and he spoke to his fans about having a hard time booking venues. Um. He said the only venue that he's been able to book is the United Center in his hometown in Chicago. He claimed that we're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future. 
building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. When he reaches out to other venues, they say they have no availability for him, which he hints uh, is a result of anti-Semitic comments. We have um, audio for him, too. We just sold out the United Center in seven minutes. And I just wanted to express to everybody out there to see if it's anyone that can help with this. It's the only arena that I had access to in the past year. And when I call, people say there's no avails for me. And you know why that is. So if there's anybody out there that can help with this, please do. So he's doing the United Center. Yeah, that's what he's it sounds like sold it out. Yeah. Okay. And that's but the he, only but he can't get no other venue. No other no, venue. No, no. Oh, he added to the post that I have not been allowed to perform in a year. Feels like the Elvis Presley movie. No, (laughs) that's what he said. White people love Elvis. White people don't love you, Kanye. That's why you can't get in those buildings (laughs) and do no shows. But he might as well just do a residency there. Just do a residency in Chicago. Chicago. Make people come to Chicago, Mm -hmm. his hometown to see him because people will do that. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Yeah, But but for Kanye to act like he doesn't know why he's in this position, (laughs) you know why you're in this position, Kanye. Okay, and there's too much going on in the world, so many other calls to action we could be doing. You put yourself in this position, sir. Live with the consequences of your choice. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no black people that own no venues like that? Like a a stadium? Yeah, stadiums? uh, Probably not. I don't know. I I don't want to say probably not because I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was reading the comments. Somebody was like, all right, let me call my cousin Paul who works security. Why are you asking us online? Exactly. What are we supposed to do? I don't know. You can't do nothing for you, Kanye. Jesus. All right. Now, this is a very, very sad story. And it was a previous story uh, from earlier last year. The death of a decapitated baby in Metro Atlanta Hospital ruled a homicide. Yeah. So in Clayton County, um, Jessica Ross, she's 20. She went into labor with her son, Trevion Isaiah Taylor Jr. on July 9th. at Southern Regional Medical Center, and the baby became stuck about 10 hours into Ross labor and was eventually decapitated when the family's Jesus doctor Christ. attempted, yeah, was when attempted for hours to be pulled out. 
Uh, they claim the doctor used excessive force on the baby's neck and head. We have um, uh, 11 Alive News report. We now know the manner of death for a baby who died last July after a lawsuit alleged the Clayton County child was decapitated during birth. A lawyer say Jessica Ross went into labor for 10 hours on July 9th at Southern Regional Medical Center in Riverdale. The lawsuit calls the doctor who performed the delivery negligent for not calling the, the proper emergency procedures in a timely manner. And lawyers say the doctor applied excessive force on the baby's head and neck. Here's how the couple's attorney previously described what happened? He came out, the body came out, and there was no head. The healthcare providers at Southern Regional Hospital, after this horrific incident, tried to hide what actually happened. They also did not report the death to the authorities of uh, Clayton County. Definitely sending healing energy to that uh Absolutely. To the mom and the dad, was no, it, for was, sure. Was he a doctor that was on long? Because... I've, I've had she, six kids. Yeah, she was a doctor. Oh, she yeah. was a doctor. I had mm -hmm. six kids. Charlemagne had four. You have one. Mm -hmm. The baby comes out head first. You don't pull the baby feet out. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, the family uh, has since filed a lawsuit against the doctor who delivered the baby, uh, Tracy St. Julian, her OBGYN practice. Um, the nurses and doctors involved in the birth and the hospital citing medical negligence in the wrongful death of the baby. The lawsuit alleges that the hospital tried to cover it up. Um, but at first there were no charges, you know, like nothing pushed against her. But now the ba the uh, the family is deciding if they want to press charges or not. But this plays to the fact. I know I don't Definitely really. Um, yeah, I know I don't, you know report on things like this but this actually plays to the fact why a lot of women are afraid especially black women are afraid to have their babies in hospitals mm -hmm. you know I mean shoot I I know from now on I, I will be you know and along with other problems you know like things like epidural problems and all that type of stuff and just how you know it's back problems for later and everything like that so I just I wanted to report this and get you a doula an update get you a sure. doula because somebody should have been like what are you doing but yeah. I, somebody should have said something but, in that yeah. moment I just thought when the baby wasn't in position and was feet first they would try to massage her to get the baby to turn around and if yeah. not I thought they had to do a c-section yeah. I didn't think they could pull the baby out from feet first yeah uh, yeah I, I, then to not I'm not a professional I just got six kids but I, yeah. I just, well you are a professional baby maker yes. just, just with the mess took a sharp turn it sure did could you tell us when you're about to get off the exit <laughs> yeah, please I, I wanted to Jesus I Christ. wanted to report this is an update and it's very important it is, so it is. like you said um, wow. I think I I think people should invest in doulas mm -hmm. should do more research That's right. on doulas and, and have, figure out other ways to have your baby safely I agree there with you all go. Thank, yeah. you for, thank you for the darkness Jess. no problem no problem don't worry about any of us trying to have breakfast this morning absolutely alright yeah well that is just with the mess are you looking me like that. Hmm. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> Up next, we got front page news, and then Charlie Wilson to be joining us. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What up, Jess? What's going on, DJ Envy Queen? Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. Hey, now let's talk about Nevada for a sec. Let's jump right into it. Yeah, a lot of people, I don't know if people realize it or not, but there was an actual election yesterday, a primary election for Republicans and Democrats, and there was a candidate on the ballot by the name of none of these candidates. It wasn't an actual candidate, but people were able to vote in for none of these candidates, and that was the winner. 
So Associated Press declared none of these candidates a little bit after midnight. The winner of the Republican primary was 60% of the vote. Now, the thing about this is uh, Nikki Haley did not spend any resources to compete in Nevada. Uh, she's focusing on South Carolina, and Trump was not on the ballot at all yesterday. So he will participate in the Nevada caucus Thursday. So basically, this election was meaningless. Mm -hmm. But it's one of those things that they call, you know, a protest vote. So 40,000 people still went to the polls, made their voice heard, uh, and none of these candidates was the winner. So, yeah, those are people that still want to do their civic and duty and vote, do their civic duty and vote. And I'm telling you, if that is on the general election in November, which it won't be, but if it was, Trump and Biden would be in trouble. You hear me? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Biden and Trump is the rematch nobody wants, so they mm -hmm. would absolutely vote for uh, neither one of these candidates. That's right. Mm -hmm. And and just to give you guys a little bit of history, these types of protest campaigns are not new. Uh, people may remember in 2016, a 15-year-old by the name of Brady Olson, uh, he was said he was sick of the two-party system. He filed to run for president under the name D's Nuts. D's uh, Nuts. <laughs> How many did he get? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so he signed up to, to uh, run as these nuts. And then he conducted a poll wanting to know how many people would vote for these nuts. I like saying that repeatedly for some reason. And 9% nine percent of people said they want to vote for these nuts uh, over Clinton and Trump. I tell you what, the way people was acting yesterday over Drake's penis, somebody need to put Drake's on the ballot. I what? Oh, you, my really? God. Yeah, I would, yeah I let's vote. Let's talk about, can we talk about that? Are we Jesus. just, no, were, we were you impressed? It, yeah, I would love to. I would love to talk about it. Um, <laughs> it was given DDL. Yeah, well, I don't know. It was given thin. It was given thin to me. I wasn't impressed. Maybe I need to go back and watch. I need to watch the evidence again because I wasn't impressed. I don't know what everybody else Jesus had. Christ. Charlemagne. Like, you, 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 <laughs> you are lying. Yeah, I have no I'm gonna have no interest to see views from the Okay. Oh at all. God. You can't say that word. Well, it is de it's definitely an important it's conversation. It's definitely an important conversation to have because you have to examine you have to examine land. All right, enough for Drake's D. Let's talk about Jennifer Crumbly. Soldier Boy still the winner. All right, guys. So, what? Jennifer. <laughs> All right, Tess. Jennifer... Well, hey, I'm just here to do the front page news. Uh, Jennifer Crumbly, four counts of invol involuntary manslaughter. Now, guys, this is the first time a parent has been held responsible for their child being a mass school shooter. Take a listen. Jennifer Crumbly, the first parent in the U.S. ever charged in connection to a school shooting carried out by her child, has been convicted of four counts of involuntary manslaughter. It comes more than two years after Crumbly's son, Ethan, killed four students and injured several others at Oxford High School in Michigan back in 2021. Now, again, first time they were held responsible. Now, this parent was accused of not getting her son the necessary mental help uh, that he needed. Uh, one of the juries uh, said that the reason why they this really made the difference for them is because she was the last adult with the gun. A couple of things that he wrote down um, in his journal, you know, right before uh, he did this mass shooting, he said, I have zero help for my mental health. It's causing me it, it's causing me to shoot up the effing school. He said, I want help, but my parents don't listen to me. I can't get any help. He uh, said things like, my parents won't get me a therapist. I want to shoot up a school so effing badly. Soon as I buy a nine millimeter, I mean, he just really made it very mm. clear that he needed help. And so um, that is what they used uh, in order to, you know, find her guilty. And the husband uh, will also uh, be going to trial on March 5th. Now, she could face up to 15 years in prison. Uh, she'll be sentenced on April 9th. I don't know if I agree with the involuntary manslaughter charge. Like the uh, man, involuntary manslaughter is the crime of killing another human being unlawfully but unintentionally. I don't see how you can connect her 
with the killing of the of the individuals. Maybe a negligent storage of firearms yeah. charge. You know, maybe even negligence of a child. But I don't think it should be an involuntary manslaughter charge. And even the negligence of a child is is tricky because there's a lot of factors. It might have been a lot of factors in them not being able to get him a therapist, and the main factor might have been financials. It's not cheap. To, it's not cheap to hire a therapist. Or, or not even that. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't believe. Maybe, maybe that child was a child that right. was seeking attention and has done things like this to seek attention, and yeah. they just didn't believe. And as a parent, like we always say, there is no rule book. I'm with Charlemagne. Involuntary manslaughter seems like a lot now. But what about access to the gun, though? Not, that, that, that's, that's a charge. Negligence of a firearm. Yes, that, that's a charge. Yeah, that's I agree a real with that charge. Yeah. But, but not involuntary manslaughter. And then he does no time at all? He was in high school. He no, he got life. Time. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they... He was a, uh, damn, he got life? He was 15. They said, yeah, he was sentenced to life. Damn. Mm. He said, yeah, who was 15 yeah, years old... killing four has, people? ...has been sentenced to life in prison. I didn't know juvenile. I thought you still get charged as a juvenile at 15. He pleaded guilty to 24 charges. Including first degree premeditated murder and terrorism causing death. Oh, we completely Well, uh, yeah, like, but like I said, there's a lot of factors in him not being able to get mental health treatment. Like I said, you know, it could be financial, it could be what Envy said. They might not have believed him. Like, you know, I just, I just don't think involuntary manslaughter yeah. is the charge that, mm-hmm. that she should have got. Yeah. Well, this definitely said the president to let you know that you know it's not just going to be the the kids now. Uh, you know, also could possibly be the the parents. All right. Well, that was front page news. Thank you, Tiz. Absolutely. And make sure you uh, follow at Teslin Figaro on all social media platforms and subscribe to at Teslin Figaro, uh, her podcast, the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. All right. Now, when we come back, Charlie Wilson will be joining us. OG Charlie Wilson. And we're going to kick it with him next. You know him from the Gap Band. He has records with everybody from Tyler, the Creator, to, to Kanye, to Snoop. And we're going to talk to him next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ NV, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. A legend. That's right. Just got his uh, star on the Hollywood Walk of yes, Fame. Ladies and gentlemen, did. Charlie Wilson. Hey! Hey! <laughs> How are you, black man? Are you? I'm good, man. Yes, sir. Congrats on, I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. Congrats on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. Thank I, you so much. What did that mean to you? Uh, it was basically a miracle for me because um, not far from where I got to star, maybe a block or so, that's where I was homeless. Mm. So it was like a miracle full circle. You know, it's like, wow. It looked different down there because things has changed so many years ago. But um, And then when we went to park, for them to be ready for me to come, I was like, oh, wow. We just ran around the corner from the total experience where it used to be. And so I was like, wow, okay, so that's why I slept around the corner there. So, but anyway, it's, it was a miracle. Do you have memories when you was homeless, like walking down that oh, boulevard yeah. and looking at those stars? Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the first time I saw the stars was before all of the, the, the hoopla and craziness. Uh, I was, was I, my first, the Gap Band's first album, we was, I flew in to uh, mix it at the record plant. The, the single and the, and the album. And, uh, of course, uh, Stevie Wonder was running late getting out of there. He was still in there <laughs> mixing something. <laughs> anyway, that, I got, that was my first time meeting him. And um, we went to the piano. He sang. We sang together. And that was the first time I ever had met him. So, you know, he was late. Come on to the piano, man. Let me... <laughs> How would Stevie know he late? Man. <laughs> somebody come, somebody oh come. Somebody told he, him. He don't use no time. He just <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He don't use time, you know. But he just do his thing. But anyway, we just uh, went out there and had some fun together. And uh, before I got there, I remember looking down at the, st- at the stars. I was like, wow. Because I was in front of the Chinese theater. 
and I was putting my hands and like the in front of in the hands and the footprints and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Then I walked and seen the stars. I was like, wow, maybe one of these days, maybe I can get one of these. And somebody lady mm-hmm. was saying, that's not impossible. Wow. I was like, yeah, but it's me. I ain't. We, I was. We didn't have no record album. Mm-hmm. Nobody. It's just like. And she said, it's it's not impossible. I said, I didn't say it was impossible. I'm just talking about me getting one. I I don't have a record out or nothing yet. She's like, I said, I'm talking about me. She said, I'm talking about you. Mm-hmm. It just went through that whole little thing for a while. And I was like, wow, would it be cool if I could get one of these? Yeah, you got and, one. Uh, yeah. Do you feel like God. it took long? Yeah, do you feel it was like it took too long. It was get a it? beautiful thing for me that day. Do you feel like that? And a lot of stars do feel like it takes, uh, you know, a long. It takes so long for some people, certain people, to get it. Do you feel like it? It took. Oh yeah, everything that ever long. happened it took a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got thumbs. Everybody had them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. Yeah. You know, it's it's all. Good. I'm blessed, and those who really thought they had a thumb on me or whatever head on my head or whatever, most of them died out. And the ones that everybody kept me away from. Cause they thought I was a a disease or um, I was bad for the person. They all died from drugs. Wow. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still alive and well. Amen. <laughs> 30, 30 years later. That's right. <laughs> still sober. That's right. Mm. That's right. Come on now. Now, for for most people that that, that don't know, how how did you get out of from being homeless to to back to where you needed to be? I mean, I, I read the story that you said. A lot of your brothers and sisters that were homeless with you would protect you. They would make sure that they would hide you and oh, yeah. get you the food. They said you were almost like Dracula. You almost came out in the night. Oh, yeah, I had to because I didn't want nobody to see me uh, the way I looked at the time, you know. But uh, the lady that, that was was the doctor and uh, at the rehab and the counselor, she's the one that bought me a house. And then I asked her to move in with me and, you know, that whole thing. I don't know yeah. you like that. I was like, well, I can't be in here by myself, ma'am. And uh, so, but anyway, that's my wife. So that's she, yes. I took her with me, so I took rehab with me. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't never looked back. That's right. Yeah, I've been sober all that time. Never looked back. None of they had a bet on me that I would have her smoking in about a, a week. Mm. Never looked back at none of those people. Man. Some of them dead. But everybody I wanted to hang out with, they all gone. Mm. Well, people yeah. going through something like that, what advice would you give them? To be able to quit and not look back? You have to change people, places, and things. Mm. So the people you knew, you got to get rid of that person. The places you used to go, you got to can't go there no more. And the things you used to do, you can't do that no more either. It's a rough situation. I know about it. Because prior to that, before I went to this last rehab, well, I met my wife-to-be at that time. Man, I had been through seven rehabs because somebody else wanted me to go. So I just didn't know if I was going to make it. But uh, and God is is good, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, he's good. Yes, sir. And worthy to be praised. But uh, So I, I just... Take my time and take it one day at a time, one hour at a time, one a minute at a time, or whatever it was. I did that all them years. Mm-hmm. But I know I had a powerful support group mm-hmm. behind me. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody life. come in the room. That's right. And that is very powerful. Mm-hmm. And speaking of power, you got a new song called Superman. That's, that's yeah. Tell us about that. What inspired S- that? Superman is the sto- my story of my wife and I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so the, the stereotypes. I call them, they call them stereo hearts <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. And they wrote, because they knew my story. So mm-hmm. I said, we got to do a record uh, uh, that would uh, tell my story. So they came up with that. We came up with that idea. And uh, so it's about it's about me and my wife for 30 years. This year will be 30 years. Mm-hmm. No days apart. Can you do that? I'm damn near there. I'm yeah, damn, damn near doing no job. I'm 25 years. Yeah. Since high school. Yeah, I'm 32. Yeah. I'm 30 years. I'm talking about no going to the store. I'll be right back. None of that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the store. I'll be right back. Mm-mm. 
We going together. We go together everywhere. Yeah. No days apart. No, they don't do that. No, we don't. That's do what that. I, no, I said. Do, that. That. No, no, do you do that? that. We no, together. Don't. How wild? How wild was you, Charlie? <laughs> that you need that kind of supervision? <laughs> well, it wasn't. It's not that I needed the supervision. It's just when I first met her in the rehab, she was like, "Well, right, if we gonna be together," because I was like, "Ma'am, I can't do this by myself." She said, "I don't even know you." I was like, "You know, thanks for the house, but I, I can't be in here by myself." Mm. And I ain't got no car. I was looking at her bin. She was like, don't look at that. Look at that. Oh, my God. But I'm just saying, you know, she was like, I'm not going to be sitting around here while you travel the world. I'm not going to do that. I said, so what you talking about? She said, we got to be together every day. I was like, every day? She was like, yeah, every day. And I was like, okay. Let me try. I tried that. I said to myself, let me try that. Sure, it kept you out of a lot of trouble. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People would walk up to me, hey, Charlie, what's going on? Put the big rock in my hand. I was like, dude, I don't do that no more. I'm, I'm sober. That's what they told me. Why'd you put it in my hand then? <laughs> what about the women with the poom poom? They put that oh. big poom poom in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that no more. Lord. I don't do that no more. <laughs> I don't do you no more. <laughs> it's all good. No, man, I, I my whole lifestyle changed. And I, it's, it's still changing for the better of everything, for the better. I mean, now she's uh, she picks the clothes, she produces the show, and she does the lineup. And uh, it's, it's amazing. She's amazing, man. First she comes with the, the, the show, the, the, the songs. I'm like, you sure that's going to work? I said, man, just do it. When I come off, you did good. I said, but, but that lineup, better ask the people, did they like it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's right. So she produces all of that for me and um, put it all down, man, and, and picks all the clothes for, between her and... Uh, she picked that this morning? She got you looking clean, yeah, man. She man. They, 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 out. That jacket is fresh. She okay. Doing she doing that Gucci sneakers. I like on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got more with Charlie Wilson when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Charlie Wilson. You no, know, we had to ask. You know, of course, Fifty Years of Hip Hop was was last year. We had DMC from Run DMC. Up yeah. Here. And he talked about being on tour with you guys. Oh, man. Do you remember that? I do remember some of that. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is what he said. We got the order. So we're on a tour. In the beginning of the tour, the whole Gap Band, the whole staff, the whole management, everybody that was part of the whole tour. Hey, we, they, they, oh, we love you, Run D&J, because you're not going to be here in two years. This rap <laughs> shit is going to die, whatever, whatever. So you have open access. Here's the hot food. You don't have to just eat the craft table. You can come in the green room, this and that. The bus is over here. Here's the real good showers and stuff like that. All of a sudden, halfway through the tour, we start, no, y'all can't go over there no more. They put us in a broom closet. So one day we're in a broom. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, 
The search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Closet sitting and me running Jay. Say this is me running Jay. The promoter and um Charlie Wilson's manager, Charlie Wilson and the other guy from the Gap Band, they come in our dressing room. We'd like to talk to you about something. Um, excuse me, guys. Um, for the rest of the tour, we would like y'all to close the show. Wow. Not paying you no headline money, but we would like y'all to close the show. Ain't that right, Charlie? It's the funniest <laughs> ever. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Then you had his back to him the whole time. That's what he's saying. Uh, you had, you had said he was mad that, that the rap guys was closing because they didn't nobody expect the rap to last that long. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I don't remember half the stuff that he was going. <laughs> you want to know the truth about it? That's been too many. That's been too many damn years ago, man. I don't right. know nobody was ta- right. what he was talking about. I'm just telling you. But back then, is there anything you wish you would have done differently? Because you said if you would have signed with Russ, it would have you would have did records with these people. Would have been rock. It probably would have been big. Is there anything that you wish you, y'all would have did different back then? No, I don't wish nothing like that anymore because uh, it turned out the way God wanted it to be. Because I think if I would have did what the Italians wanted me to do, they offered me a million dollars to leave the Gap Band. And when the Italians came and said, I- I'll give you a million dollars to leave this group right now. Mm. And I was like, man, you trying to get me to leave my brothers? And I was didn't understand what the, what the guy was talking about. I got cussed, I cussed them out mm. because it's my family. Mm-hmm. 
You know, he said, I want you to be the black Elton John. Mm -hmm. We got the writers for you and everything. I didn't get it. I was young. I just didn't get it. At that time, he was trying to make me leave my brothers and that I didn't want to do that. Mm. Yeah. But uh, I think if I would have done that, I wouldn't be here now. That's right. Yeah, because I mean, at that time I was 20, 21 years old, 21 years old. You're talking about millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars and cocaine, 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 mm -hmm. cocaine. Mm -hmm. So I probably would have died like the, the youngest brother of Bee Gees. Damn. I probably would have died young and ignorant. That's right. Yeah, so I, I, that's how I look at it now. God don't make mistakes at all. No, He'll make me, He'll make you go around in this circle for a long time till you get through bumping your head so many times, and you know. So I turned it all down, and uh, my oldest brother said, "Better you than me, brother, because if it had been me, I'd have left me. Lo <laughs> I'd have left me long time ago." <laughs> that was a lot of money back in that day. Yeah. Come on, man. You were young. Seventy-one, two, seventy-two. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. How do you how do you feel about award shows? Like you know, the Grammys was just on, and you know, everybody saw the speech that Jay did. Are, are those things important to you? Not anymore. I've been there thirteen times, so hey, it's just it's just some TV moments for people, and I know who they're gonna give it to. We know who they're gonna give it to. Mm -hmm. You ain't gonna get too much of this. That skin is too dark. And I said, yeah, unless you rap with them. Okay, Jay Z can get one of them. Mm -hmm. That's good, you know. But well, they don't award R&B singers, soul singers. To Man, they, that's in the pre-gramic show. It's it's not aired. You leave there and go to the big room, sit in your seat, and wait and see if you in anything in that one. You feel like you get the flowers you deserve? The amount of hits that you like you just said, and then the amount of number ones. Thirteen number ones. You see that guy right there, and that lady right there. Yeah, yeah. That's my manager, and that's my wife, and that's my son. You see what I'm saying? So anything happened for me, them two, they give it to me. It comes that from that way. That's my flowers. Yeah. That's the root mm -hmm. of the flower tree. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all, all I need. Yeah, the validation. I don't need none yeah. of that, nothing else because them motherfuckers ain't gave me nothing. And everybody <clears throat> that could have helped me is gone. So now they're trying to hug on me because I'm still making number ones. See, I'm the oldest guy out here. The oldest making number one records. That's me. Mm -hmm. There's nobody else making number one records that's my age but me. So I don't care about none of that other stuff. Yeah, your mm -hmm. work speaks. Yeah. And I love that. I see you're really close with Kanye and Snoop. Yeah. How did that even happen? Like, how did y'all... I was in Snoop's him? business yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. Mm -hmm. My wife told Snoop one time, Snoop, you can't be around my husband smoking. It's like, who is this lady telling, <laughs> telling us we can't smoke, man? We ain't listening to that. So the next day, she called him. To the I'm not bringing office. my husband back down here no more. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not coming. What, what's wrong? I told you, I don't want no smoking around him. He's just got sober. And then that, ever since then, he said, okay, word. Everybody put it out. So every time I come, they be like. Right. I said, what you got? You had got Snoop to stop smoking at one point, right? Yeah. For like two months or something, like three months. Yeah, well, I thought it was a year, Michael. It ain't been no year. So when I was when he was doing his speech, he said I'll stop smoking for 120 some days, whatever it was. I said I thought it was a year. He said, "Come on, work with me. Work with me." So you and Doggy years. You kept you kept Snoop from leaving his wife too. Oh man, we called him. My wife was talking to Shantae and downstairs, and I went upstairs, and she was packing, and she made her unpack. I said, baby, you need to stay with your husband. It's mm. all good. And she was down crying, and I went upstairs, and I said, man, what's up? It's what up, huh? I said, you know what's going on downstairs? Mm-mm, what? I said, you know your wife's getting ready to leave your He's like, 
finna leave me? What you mean? I was like, man, she already packing mommy down there, making her take her clothes out. Like, oh, man, she wasn't going nowhere. I said, excuse me? I mean, she was crying, crying, crocodile tears. Yeah. So she had her stuff going, uh, luggage at the door. I talked to him a long time about just family and, and life. Mm -hmm. And uh, he sit there and listened to me. He said, man, I never heard nobody talk to me like that. So I was just in his business all the time. Yeah, but your connection is, oh, is powerful. You know what I mean? To, to get Snoop to stop smoking for four months. <laughs> and then, you know, even just, he just looks up. So you can see you have a very strong connection. Yeah, it was, he, he, he did, he did exactly what I asked him to do. Shantae did exactly what my wife asked her to do and mm. they still together. That's right. Wow. Mm -hmm. What about Kanye? How'd y'all connect like that? I was supposed to have been doing a session with um, Yeezy. Jeezy, Jeezy, yeah. Oh. I get my Yeezys mixed up. When I say Yeezy and Jeezy, you get your Weezys and Yeezys. Yeah, Yeezy, Jeezy. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, he didn't show up. We went out to the studio, and, uh, and the guy said he he didn't show up. So uh, is his plane or something? He didn't get something. I don't know what it was. Some kind of message they sent to me. I'm like, man, you made me drive all the way down here. I was mad as hell. <laughs> so I went home. The next day, they called Kanye. Called the said, hey. Can, can Charlie come do the session with Kanye? I was like, Michael said, yeah, I'll call him. He said, man, you want to go down to the session with Kanye? I said, yeah. So I, we came in from the back door, and I said, here we go again. I said, where's Kanye? <laughs> Tapped me on the shoulder. Oh, you here? Yeah. Okay, so we went in there, and he played the songs. And, and uh, my brother had, my youngest brother passed two days after that. And uh, we did the songs, and, he, and I said, uh, you want to do some? I said, can we do some, some more? He's like, you want to do part two? I said, yeah, day two. Mm. So we went, uh, ended up going to, coming here, out here. And I did, I don't know how many songs I did. Then he wanted to produce uh, one of the songs. It's called You Are. It was already a hit, mm -hmm. basically. So we gave it to him. And uh, his, his his people was like, yo, yay, man. It's, we did everything to this record, man. It's already done, man. Mm -hmm. I, I tried everything, mm -hmm. everything. He said, man, just bring the stuff over here. Let me see what <laughs> it was already. It was already a hit. Yeah. When he came to your uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony, he had the black mask on, dressed in all black. Oh, yeah. What did you think about that? Well, that's what he's doing. I haven't really talked to him. I did talk to him about it. He made me laugh at what he said. I'm not going to say what he said. but <laughs> What did you say to him? You look like a I, damn fool. <laughs> He'll get upset if he hear this. Why'd you tell the people that? I, so I ain't going to say what he said. Mm -hmm. But he know what he's doing. He know he getting a rise out of people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye ain't crazy. No. Ain't nothing crazy about Kanye. Man, no, he he, told us he, no, he, crazy. he, he, he does things what he does what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. And if I'm around, like, um, he pumps his brakes, you know, mm -hmm. a lot. A lot. All right, we got more with Charlie Wilson when we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're still kicking it with Charlie Wilson, DJ, Envy, Jess, Larry, Charlemagne, the God. He's still in the building. Charlemagne? You know, you said something earlier, man, about the, the, the Grammys and how you would never perform there now. And I think about this year. Like, this year they had uh, Celine Dion showed up. Jody Mitchell performed there for the first time. Billy Joel was there. Like, yeah. And when you think about it, it's not really too many of y'all left. It's you, mm -hmm. it's Stevie Wonder, it's uh, Ronald Isley. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. And none of them ain't had no number ones in a long time. Yeah. That's right. Patti LaBelle, <laughs> long time. Yeah. But it's all good. Mm -hmm. She did her thing. Like, you know, gospel's where they, they headed and that she's there. Well, okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're just not giving your life to the Lord I mean you should have already had given given your life you know? god damn Charlie mm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it ain't never too late man no I know it ain't never too late but I'm saying the reason why I said it is because you're straddling the fence yeah damn 
you know. I get you. You said Patty LaBelle's grattling the fence? No, I'm just saying people that <laughs> wait and because you can't get no more radio, you want to go gospel side. Go straight yeah. to the gospel oh, side. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. That's what I'm saying. Don't run over there because of that. Right. I'm not saying Patty did that, but yeah. it sure looks like that. Man, what is you talking about, Charlie Wilson? <laughs> hey, man. Ain't hey, no Patty LaBelle hey, Let me tell you now. something, man. <laughs> I'm the only one been shouting on the stage ever at my concert, so I ain't never stopped praising God. Never, mm. ever, ever, ever. Yes, sir. So the lady asked me yesterday, you going to do a gospel album? I said, I would love to, but since you were over here on this station, when if I do one, you tell him that Charlie Wilson can been doing gospel all his life, mm. and he's been doing R&B all his life. Mm. So let's don't y'all try to get you church folk just going to just try to nail him up against the wall because he ran over there. It's not that I'm running nowhere. Yeah, I've been praying and praying two or three times a day, asking God for what I need to have. Mm. And so I quit talk, asking him for what I need. I just start mm. thanking him now. Lord, That's I right. know I got a whole lot. I just want to thank you mm-hmm. for right. everything I've ever got That's right. and That's everything right. that I didn't get. Yeah. So I thank you because the scripture says in all things, Mm -hmm. give thanks. And so that's what I do now. Mm -hmm. I'm having a good time, man. Sometimes I can't get the words out Mm -hmm. to say what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. There you go. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Yes. And I told you last time you was here, you know, We Can Make It All Right was my wedding song, the acapella. Yeah, We Can Make It All Right. The words in that song, if you never listen to it, you just Google it, listen to the words, and, and We Can Make It All Right. That's I, all I've been doing. Still hitting them vocals like that. Man, I, 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 I got Can I say this about Babyface? I'm going to tell you something. I, he, he, he wrote a song for, for, for the Gap Band and me years ago, and it was, uh, I want to rock with you, baby. Ooh. All night long. See, he wrote that song for me. Wow. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't that wasn't the original version. He produced that in there because he left the original version because he had wrote that for the Gap Band and me and me. So, so the other day he said, man, when we was mm. he was doing his speech, he was talking about he came down to the total experience and, and he left him. He said, no, man, Charlie and them said he don't like that record. He was they man, they lied on me, man. And so all those years, mm-hmm. Kenny was mad. He was oh. really hurt about that. That he came out and said. I said that we don't like the record. Mm-hmm. But now, man, I, he said, man, I, I found the original of that. You want to hear that? I said, come on, man, get the thing together. Let's go put the mm-hmm. record out. Because it ended up with Bobby Brown ended up with the record. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Classic. Yeah. I said, why'd you give all my records to Bobby Brown, man? <laughs> he said, I said, what happened to everything is about that? That was yours, too? And, man, every record that he did was for me. Man, come on, man. So you and so Bobby Brown was a revenge because you didn't like the records. So he gave everything to Bobby Brown. He gave everything. Yeah, because he, he, he thought I said he lied on you. that he can't produce and he can't produce for the Gap Band and all that. Mm. So he stayed mad, angry, hurt feelings, not angry, but hurt feelings all those years. for 25 years. Wow. Mm. Wow. Long time. Babyface or? Bo- Kenny. Kenny. Okay, okay. Yeah, Babyface. Wow. Mm. Who told him that? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Whoever it was, but I know my probably my brother said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just miscommunication. It was a lie. It was a lie. It was a lie. Somebody lied. Wow. But I mean, listen, that's God, right? Because we don't get Bobby Brown if that don't happen. Every little step had to be Bobby though, because you couldn't dance like Bobby. Who? What? Uh. <laughs> uh. We, who you talking to? Uh, wow. wow. What you talking don't about, man? Talk to you like that, child. Should you get a plexiglass? Uh, you gonna get a plexiglass and hit that thing for you? <laughs> <laughs> he said, I had to be child. Come on, man. You can't do that step. <laughs> Bobby was no joke with them feet now. Man, John, he with wasn't no feet. joke. But guess where he got it from? It, man, come on, man. You got to understand. Them kids, I took them kids on their first tour. New edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a gap band. Mm-hmm. And, but the other guys would always say, 
It was Rick James. Like, Rick James ain't showed you no steps, man. He can't dance. <laughs> what the hell wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Rick James wasn't getting taking all his clothes off. It was me. Pumping the speakers. You didn't Rick James, he, didn't, he, he was doing the same thing he saw me do. Yeah. Cause I was on I was a roll with him too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, come on, man. Yeah. But his buddies, they didn't want they didn't want to give me that. That's all good. That's no problem. Yeah. Viper just be sitting like this. He drop his head when they start talking. Mm-hmm. Cause he know what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't don't go get shit. Don't go. You don't play with him now. I was just show he was he was humping the speaker. He was he was dancing one leg up. Don't play with him now. Don't play with y'all. So you was the original bad boy, nasty boy. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was I was taking off my shirt and I was everything and and was pulling them going pull them down and and the girls were screaming hard and they my brother was coming. I don't pull them down. It's like it was just like a little act, you know. All over that floor. All over the floor, man. Mm. And when I first heard uh, guy, I said, Hey man, is that my voice? What's all this? <laughs> <laughs> That's I thought good. it was some outtakes. I was like, man. I was like, wow. You was inspiration. Yeah, it was, it was Aaron. Mm-hmm. Aaron said, man, sh- I carried your picture in my back pocket. Wow. I was like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. That boy was saying. Mm-hmm. Aaron was something else, man. Still my <clears throat> like my son today. Mm-hmm. I love him to death. Still love guy. I was hoping mm-hmm. they could get it back. Because I used to tell him, I said, I know that boy done shaved his head. He's got a cane and R. Kelly. I mm-hmm. said, Aaron, don't let him put another record out. You got to go and put your record out. Y'all put another record out. Then all of a sudden, I don't see nothing wrong. <laughs> I said, okay, it's over now. Damn. Damn. <laughs> you told him that? Hell yeah. Oh, so you've seen, it, you've seen it happening? Yeah. Mm. i seen it happen. I said, don't let him put another record out. You got to put a record out now. And then he didn't get there fast enough. Because when that come up there, that bump and grind, I was like, it's gone now. He gone. So it's no getting it back when the artist do that? Shh. R. Kelly went back in those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kept writing and writing and writing and writing and it didn't stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you see, I do hear a lot of Charlie and Aaron now when you say that. Like, don't be afraid. That could have definitely been your Oh, record. man, come on, man. Them was my kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. It happened a long time ago back then. Yeah. But I, I'm having fun. I had fun then. I'm still having fun. I love all those guys. It makes me feel good. I'm, I ain't going to hold y'all all day, man. I see you over there. He, he basically telling you to close the interview, but you, you, you don't get the hint. <laughs> Thank you for coming, Mr. Wilson. We appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Charlie Wilson. Let's play you. Superman right now, man. Play yeah, Superman. Man. Let's play. Let's yeah, play. You want to introduce it? Let's introduce the record. Y'all, this is Uncle Charlie. Charlie, last name Wilson. <laughs> this is my new single. It's called Superman. Yeah. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Charlie Wilson, damn it. Icon. Okay? Legend. Good morning. Cultural treasure. What's that? Drop on the clues bombs for Charlie Wilson. Right? Charlie Wilson, absolutely. I love talking to the OGs. The OGs get to a certain age, they don't give a good goddamn no what? more about nothing. I can't they wait till I get there. Just, start, just whatever I want. Just say it. Cancel me. It's all right. I don't care. <laughs> it's not even about that. It's just that they just got so much experience. What you going to tell them? Nothing. When you, when you done live 70 plus years, 80 plus years. Nothing. Man, you was trying to actually play with him. You going to say, <laughs> yo, you said Patty LaBelle straddling the fence? Yo, that's what he tried. said. He did yo, not say that. I don't know what he was trying. He did not I, I say that. I still do not know, know what he was trying to say about yo. Miss Patty. Man, Charlotte tried to stand up for Patty Labelle. He said, "Yeah." He said, "You got smoke with Patty." He said, "I got smoke with anybody who wanted." God, and, and then kept saying, "But I love them all. I'm but having a good time." But I love them all. We had a great time on tour. The OGs are the kings, and no disrespect. But yes. no disrespect. Okay. But I love them all. But let me I tell love you this. It. Well, all he, right. he won't be getting no patty pies for Christmas. Definitely won't be. <laughs> all right. Morning, we are the Breakfast Club. Of course, DJ Envy, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the God. Mm-hmm. Let's get to Jess with the Miss. Jess is real. Jess is real. Jess Hilarious, Jess Robin Moore. Jess don't do no lies. Jess is going to bring you numbers. Jess with the Miss. I knew this was real. On the Breakfast Club. I know we know the distance. Yolanda Saldivar is telling her side of the story. What, what, what's that? 
Because I spit my gum out. And he saw me in. You had it in your hand? Yeah, but so what? You want to be a dad so bad right now. First of all, anyway, Yolanda Saldivar is telling her side of the story. For those who don't know who that is, Yolanda Saldivar is the woman who killed Selena in 1995. Um, she is participating in an oxygen documentary to tell her side of the story. Now, for years, as fans understood it, Yolanda killed Selena after she was confronted and fired for stealing money. But in the new documentary, actually, let's go to the audio real quick. Family members say Saldivar was embezzling money from the fan club and that Selena was shot while trying to fire the woman. Yolanda Saldivar killed Selena intentionally and knowingly. I think it's time to set the story straight. My family gathered the evidence, showed different versions of what was going on. This is not a simple case of murder. And I think that people deserve to, to know the truth. Man, please. She was, she was an obsessed stand. Like, what else is there to know? Yeah. Um, I, people didn't know that they were close. Um, I think she even called her best friend before, but they, they were close. And then uh, Yolanda was actually the president of Selena's official fan club. Mm. Um, in the new documentary, Selena, it's called Selena and Yolanda, The Secrets Between Them. Um, it sounds crazy, but Yolanda and her family will try to prove that there's more to the story. But Selena's dad is upset. He spoke to TMZ and blasted Oxygen. He said um, he made it clear that they're not affiliated with this project and do not support it. He also claimed that it was a waste of time because Yolanda will do nothing but just continue to tell more lies. That's right. And then Oxygen is set to release the two-part documentary on February 17th, so that's next week. Mm -hmm. And then part two will come out the next day, February 18th. Um, Yolanda is currently serving life sentence. She's serving a life sentence, but she's eligible for parole on March 30th, 2025. Can you parole her when she has not... Uh I don't want to say it don't seem like she's showing no remorse like, like she's the, making excuses yeah right? she's just yeah. constantly making excuses and trying to justify what happened like why should you get parole yeah yep. I, I'm not sure but I think that's what the dad is more so upset about as well so her dad is upset uh, Selena's dad oh Selena's dad is yeah, upset yeah yeah next Dreezy exposes Jacquees now I got into this story like 2 o'clock this morning I, I had to get into it alright back in December Jacquees and Deion Sanders daughter Deandria went public with their relationship now Dreezy and Jacquees saw exes they was on and on and off again mm -hmm. for years or whatever this came um, after after he ended it with Dreezy or whatever or Dreezy ended it with him she's uh, recently she she went online and she said my ex is obsessed with me um, now for those who don't know the details DeAndrea and G uh, no we're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel it's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano it's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.
State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. DeAndre and Jacquees, they went public in December, like like around Christmas or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so, Dreezy has sent him some underwear with her face on it to the house or whatever. But but this was before Christmas. It was back in December, but it was before Christmas. So she wanted to stop it. Like she wanted to she wanted to let him know, like you might get a package at your house from me, you know, but please throw it away. It's from a long time ago, mm-hmm. right? And he wanted to give it to her in person, you know, to any excuse to see your ex. But this is now back to the tweets. So she said, my ex is so obsessed with me. It's so cute. So then DeAndrea responded to Dreezy and was like, why would he switch out a dime for a penny? Now, all right, you just, you're supposed to just relax a little bit. Don't say nothing. So then she tweeted again. Dreezy ain't even say nothing. And DeAndrea tweeted again and was like, obsessed is when you still send the underwear with your face on it to the crib. So then Dries came back and said, no, obsessed is y'all having a baby on the way, but the nigga begging me to get pregnant because he barely F with you, bird brain. <gasps> that is crazy. I was like, oh my God, no. That, that, <laughs> that is crazy, right? Now, listen, what's crazy about this Dreezy, and I'm going to beat her butt for this, because they didn't even expose the fact that they was having a baby yet, you know, so she actually put that out there. You know, that's how she announced it. Who draws had the face on them now? Dreezy had her face on the drawers that she sent to Jacqueline's house. Oh, so house, panties. But, yeah, but... Okay. Yeah, but no. She no. ain't send it. No, she put them on boxes. She did boxes, gave them like, like a gift. Oh, yeah, with her yeah, face yeah. on it. But that's before she... That's before he went public with DeAndrea. You know right, what I'm saying? So these are just... But how she, she know they, how she know they were pregnant, though? 
Like, how would she know that? Uh, Jacquees, hello. So that's what I'm saying. How if how ain't nobody know but her because he still be talking to her. Now listen, but because then that plays to this fact right here. So she also posted, Dreezy posted text messages, screenshots, um, of. Uh, Jacquees saying all this stuff and she barely responded he said I want you I don't want her you are my true love seriously I need you to help me sex does not define love if you're trying to find love and sex you finna F everybody kids do not define a family I want you Dreezy I've told you time after time can we have a baby you told me out your mouth Jacquees don't ever ask me about a baby again so like what the F and then she responded and said okay and I'm glad I made the right choice so then he said alright see Andrea that's her name. All right. So basically, all right, Dreezy, I will come to you today. I want you. You telling me this going to break us? She said, Jacquees, ain't no us. We been over. Mm. Right? So she posted that. And then here go right here. Like all, all, of, uh, all of the text messages. The receipts. And so the receipts, right? And then Dreezy tweeted. Why are you not using your nails? Because I'm, I'm better today. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you using the pen and not the nails? Let's Why go. Let's nails? go. So she said... The F I turn, she said, the F I turn down your nigga every day for you. And this is the thanks that I get around this MF. I know that's right, Dreezy. Okay. So this is a case of he this is why you don't We're wrong here, Jess. Come I don't on. know. Jacquees okay, is wrong. Jacquees okay, okay. is wrong, and y'all know that he's wrong. Dreezy was only wrong for out in the pregnancy. Okay. I, I feel like she was wrong for out in the pregnancy. But so Jacquees got another girlfriend. Yeah, he, okay, his girlfriend. Okay. He got his girlfriend pregnant. Yes, his yes, girlfriend, yes. but so he's not another girl. But he's downplaying the girlfriend to Dreezy because that's his ex. And he always go with he's always gonna love her. Gotcha. You know what I mean? It seemed like they they're never gonna be fully done with each okay, other. You okay. know what I'm saying? But Dreezy was turning them down. She is clearly in the text messages that she ain't want nothing else to do with him, especially after he went public with DeAndrea, right? Got you. And so, um, go. so I wonder what DeAndrea going to text now. I'm following. I wonder, I wonder what DeAndrea is thinking now. You know what I'm saying? I, I read some of the comments and they was like, man. DeAndrea is Dreezy. DeAndrea, no, that's DeAndrea. See, you're not following. See, you confused. That's, that's DeAndrea or okay, Chandria. Okay, okay. All right. DeAndrea is, just think of Deion Sanders because that's okay, Deion's okay, daughter. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. And, and we know Jacquees. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. King of R&B. King of R&B, that's what they saying. Yes. But, but yeah. Black men don't cheat. I don't want to hear that. Okay. I don't want to hear that. I think that's real messed up that he got, he downplayed his girlfriend like this. And, and this is all coming back to him. He's the common denominator. He mm-hmm. got these girls on here acting like this, fighting like this. Well, drop on the clues bomb for that legend job. And then you wondering why. <laughs> you wonder why Trey Songz pulled your hair out. You acting crazy. <laughs> What's that got to do? Oh because he pulled his hair out. Oh my God, no! <laughs> he pulled out three locks and he posted over the weekend. And was like, "Yo, this nigga Trey Songz pulled out my hair. Tell him how you pulled out my hair." So I'm saying he fighting his girls and Trey. Oh man, mm-hmm. that is just with the mess. It is. And our news is real, allegedly. <laughs> no, this is real for real, <laughs> real. right here. The, the screenshots is the hit of show. <laughs> All right. All right, Charlamagne, who are you giving that down to? Man, uh, speaking of crazy exes and boyfriends and all of that type of good stuff, we need a guy named Jonathan Perry to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him, please. All right, we'll get to that next. So don't just kidding. Help. She can help you out. She's here to help. So yes, 800 585 call, call me DeAndre. <laughs> we'll get on the line now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Be a Some donkey today just saw themselves. I've been watching Charlamagne. I was ready for it. I never heard of a donkey the other day. What is it? I'm a donkey. Say it again, Charlamagne. I'm a donkey. Yes. You are a donkey. Everything 
that Charlemagne is saying is true. Yes, donkey today for Wednesday, February 7th. Goes to a South Carolina man named Jonathan Perry. Salute to my beautiful home state of South Carolina. Drop on the clues bombs for South Carolina. We don't always get it right. We're not perfect. We're not nowhere near as crazy as Florida and the Bronx, but we have our moments. And today is one of our moments. See, Jonathan Perry is just a fool. A uh, fool in love. So he thinks, you know, so he thinks, you know, what, what Jonathan really desires is control. And he's the worst kind of human because he believes that the woman he is in love with is his. And what happens in situations like that is men think if I can't have you, nobody can. So they devise these crazy ass plans in their head to be with their women forever. That usually leads to women getting killed. Thankfully, this situation didn't end in death. But the reason we are here is because of the stupidity of the criminal. See, Jonathan decided to kidnap his on-again, off-again girlfriend. Let the record show that if your boyfriend ever kidnaps you, then it validates all the times you called it off. Okay, you were correct. See, the Georgetown County Sheriff's Office responded to a domestic-related call, and while they were en route, the caller said the victim had been taken against her will by a whole grown-ass 42-year-old man named Jonathan Perry. Now, the headline of this story kills me. It says, suspect donned mask and a camouflage vest with his name on it to kidnap his on-again, off-again girlfriend. He had a mask on and a camouflage vest with his name on it to kidnap his on-again, off-again girlfriend. Let's go to WCBD News for more details, please. Town, a man was arrested for dragging a woman out of her home and kidnapping her. The Georgetown County Sheriff's Office says it got a call around five Saturday morning to a home on County Line Road. This is after getting a call that Jonathan Perry pulled a woman from her home and forced her to go with him. Deputies say they found the woman in a swampy area in Williamsburg County, and she should be okay. As for Perry, he's 42 from mm. Chesney, South Carolina, in the upstate. He faces a slew of charges, including kidnapping and weapon charges. Perry is being held on bond at the Georgetown County Detention Center. Lord have mercy, Georgetown. This man had a mask on and a camouflage vest with his name on it to kidnap his on-again, off-again girlfriend. You're not fooling no damn body, okay? The only woman in the history of life who got fooled by her man in a disguise was Lois Lane, okay? Clark Kent's secret identity was a pair of prescription reading glasses. The kind you can buy, buy one, get one free from any drugstore. He should have bought Lois some so she could properly see because clearly she couldn't, okay? Lois Lane was around Superman and Clark Kent and never recognized they was the same person, really? Jonathan Perry must have thought his girlfriend was as stupid as Lois Lane. And just like Superman, Jonathan had his name on his shirt. Okay, who did you think you was fooling? All right, I'm talking to Jonathan and Superman right now. Now, just hilarious. What? Uh, if your boyfriend put on a mask mm -hmm. and a camouflage vest with his name on it, would you know it was him? Absolutely, I see you. The mask don't make you invisible. Okay. Like what? Like I, I know, and then I know his build. He's tall. I know everything from them locks, them broad shoulders, mm -hmm. the big feet. Like I know everything. His voice, I'm sure. Mexican, very much. Yes. Yes. Like yeah. Okay. What's, what's going on? Okay. Okay. So, so what? What could a man dress up as in order to trick a woman? Mm. A loyal nigga. Damn. I would say that. Jesus. Know. A nigga with a job. If you come home with a uniform, it's like, oh, where you going? What's up? <laughs> you know, uh, a nigga that's not trying to be a rapper. I don't see those too much. Mm. Um, a nigga who ain't got no podcast. <laughs> you know, trying to tell a woman how to live their life. Yeah. It's a couple yeah. things a nigga with disguise and yeah. fool me at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. hear all that. Yeah, he's being charged with uh, kidnapping Jonathan. His possession of a weapon during a violent crime and malicious injury to personal property. Uh, I must say he earned every one of those charges and he also earned the credit he deserves for being stupid. Please let Remy Ma give Jonathan Perry the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, mm. hee-haw. Mm -hmm. You stupid motherfucker. Are you 
dumb. Strange, strange world we live in, y'all. That's mm. sad. Mm. That's crazy. Mm. And then nine times out of ten, she probably bought the vest. It had his name on it. Like, what? Like, what? She, she bought it for him. She's the one who took it to the store to get his name on it. Right. Like, yes. what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, she your girlfriend. $10 like, a letter, Jonathan. Uh, okay. All right. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. I spent $100 for this shirt, Jonathan. Okay. I got you this camouflage shirt and got your name on it. $10 a letter. That's $100. Are you kidnapping me? <laughs> all right. Well, thank, thank you for that donkey today, sir. Yes. Mm. When we come back, just fix my mess. Yes. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, Jess is here for you. And it's, I was going to say, it's also beautiful because, you know, Jess has a podcast called the Carefully Reckless Podcast, mm-hmm. which comes out on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Yeah, so you can listen to her fixing the mess uh, on the podcast, but now you can listen to her fixing the mess on the on Breakfast, Breakfast Club, Club. every right. Wednesday because she's the official third co-host. And I... I want to close bombs, right? <laughs> and we'll do it next. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. X about me. Relationship problems? X about me. You need to beat your coworker's ass. X about me. Your coworker need to beat your ass? Call it up. It's Dr. Jess, and I'm here to fix your mess. Fix your mess. It's getting very much messy. Let me fix this. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Just Fix My Mess, all right? Now, on the line, we got Jim on the line. Jim, good morning. Hi, Jim. Hey, good morning. What's your question for Jess? Well, my question is, um, I want to know if she can relate sort of to, like, my situation because I've been in an 11-year relationship mm-hmm. with a less melanated being, and I was wondering if... Um, like, is it meant for me to be in this relationship? Because, you know, I mean, I grew up saying, like, I would never get with a different kind of race. You can say white, man. You can say white. It's okay. Why can I? No, I don't like to say white because white and black is colored. You know what I mean? And I don't want to describe people uh, as colored. Okay, so you're, ca- <laughs> you know you're Caucasian queen. <laughs> yeah, my Caucasian queen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, wh- what I'm trying to figure out is, like, I've been with a lot of black women in relationships, and it seems like all black women... Want is too much expectation for money situations. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it seems like the love ain't authentic based off of the white woman love. But then I'll be thinking, like, uh, maybe it was something that, uh, you ever seen that movie uh, with Will Smith where they were sending out the little signals and signs? I forget the name of the movie. But uh, it was kind of like a mind reading thing to where they was like brainwashing. I'm thinking, like, did I get brainwashed or something into? To liking white women? Well, nine times out of ten, if you're thinking that you are brainwashed, you probably are. What is the problem? What's the actual problem? You know, but the thing, but but the thing is, uh, like. I see a lot of it now. Like, is this a coincidence or is this a pandemic or something? I mean, like, or is it just me? Um, I, I, I can't tell you because I, I, I don't date. Never dated uh, outside of your race. But uh, not Caucasian people. My boyfriend now is Mexican and black, but it's, it's black up in there, you know. So, um, well, I mean, do and, and do you think that I should uh, like leave it? <laughs> what is the actual problem? Like, what is the problem in your relationship right now? Let's take the away problem, the fact the, that she's not black. Like, just what is the yeah, problem? It's the mor- yeah, it's the morbidity of it. You know what I mean? It's like I look at so because I I so, met another black woman, and it's like. She fit me. You see what I'm saying? It's like she okay. takes me to the next level. So that's what it is. So you feel guilty for dating this white woman because you did meet a black woman while you was with the white woman and the, and the black woman fit you. Sound like some Jonathan Major yeah. stuff going on. Okay. <laughs> so now you got your Coretta and now you got the Clinton, Hillary Clinton to the curve. Yeah. 
Yeah, but see, the thing about it, see, what I'm starting to realize is that we ain't a perfect match. It's like everything, we opposites. You see what I'm saying? It's like, we're, I, I don't know if I was hypnotized or and something so, when I met her. No, it's okay. Sometimes you were just you were just tired of things not working with your race, and you thought that you may get lucky outside of your race. And then sometimes you got to live it to understand it. You got to live it to actually see. Is, is Maybe you did. I wouldn't say it's a mistake. You actually had to see. You had to go step in that pond and then you jump right back out. But yeah, it's all right. I, I, I used to... Yeah, I used to joke around and tell people, like, I ain't going to never get with no milk or magnesias and all mm-hmm. this, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's like, it ended up manifesting in my life what mm-hmm. I didn't want. Mm-hmm. And you now, know what I'm saying? I'm just, and now I'm stuck. And I'm like, oh, my God, how do I call this off? No, no, no. You call it off like you called it off with all them black women. It's the same way. It's the same way. You know, she's been let down before, I'm sure. And um, so have you. So you can just tell her this is not at all, you know, what I thought it was going to be. I I definitely did love you. I have love for you, but we're just too different. And I'm hoping that you can understand that this is not going to work. Yeah. You think that'd be that easy? I think it'd be that easy. easy? Make sure you call the police. You let them know ahead of time before you do this just in case anything happens where you may need the law damn yeah she's not we don't deal with the law around here we we hold court in the street baby oh even her Uh, i'm sure she do she don't know about no police i called her good yeah all right well then let's see break up and then let me call back next wednesday let me see how you doing (laughs) it'll be a collect call i know that's right hey hey i know that's right you live and you learn i guess yes you live and you learn and there's nothing wrong with that sorry you need to go donate to dr umar school man go to dr umar johnson.com right now donate to the fdmg academy Mm. 800-585-1051 just fix my mess if you have relationship problems or issues call us now she'll help you out it's the breakfast club good morning Help me, tell me, baby. It's the real deal. Help me, help me. Oh my God. I'm all up in your mess. I'ma fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it. Just gonna fix your mess, cause my advice is real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Just Hilarious, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Just Fix My Mess. We have Mo on the line. Mo, what's your question for Jess? Hey, Mo. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Uh, okay. I my question is that. Basically, I was dealing with somebody for a few months or whatever, and her, she just, her, her switch just switched. Like, she just don't want to mess with me no more. She don't want to do none of that no more. None of that. And before I was dealing with her, when I met her, I did tell her I was healing and doing all that. And now she kind of, I guess I just did too much to a point that she don't even want to talk to me no more. Okay, so what do you mean by like, healing? What what, were, what are some of her red flags? Did she have explained to you that she didn't like behaviors that you were displaying because you were healing no not at all from the jump i told her i got a relationship like four months ago a three-year relationship i'm healing i kind of really don't want to get into nothing really serious i'm just vibing or whatever and that was last year february we started we stopped talking very very heavily september and Mm. then i would say around december that's when i'm like you know what all right maybe you know i could do something but i guess because I was so much on her back, she doesn't want to, like, she just was like, it just turns her off. And yeah. then to a point that she's like, I'm single now, mm-hmm. and I want to do what I want to do. And I'm like, you wasn't on that time in the whole year I was messing with you. Like, what's up with you? Yeah. And now I just... So it could be two things. It, it could be two things mixed. Like, 
you jumped and started messing with somebody while you were healing. That's not that's never good for you and it's not fair yeah. for the next person. Um you and that wasn't just a little relationship. That's three years. That's three years of your life, obviously, and that relationship, that breakup hurt you because if you had to heal from it, that means you weren't really ready to end it or some it just it was a lot of baggage, you know what I'm saying? And then to put that on the next person, even though you were upfront about it and honest, it's still probably leaked over into what y'all had going on and, and and to take on somebody else's problems straight up is um that that could be a lot that could be a lot and then now she probably uh with you being on her back you were uh basically making her pay for what your ex did maybe something like that and um she probably found somebody else in the midst of y'all talking and now her not wanting to talk to you at all as a result of her moving forward with that person or her just not wanting to be tied to this anyway. So like you said, you probably did do too much, but you have to heal a little bit properly or more because nobody ever heals completely. Like we it, we live everyday life and we, we never are healed completely. We're, we're healing every day. And some of us don't even know, you know what I mean, what we're healing from or the problems that we do have. So, but you want to make sure that you're, you're clear-headed and you're actually over a lot of things before you just start something new with somebody else. Yeah, and that's what I thought. Because what I always tell people, don't let your past, don't let your past hurt, like, you know, affect your future happiness. But also, I was up front with it and I told her that. And yeah. she, like, she was bluntly told me, like, what do you think I'm going to be waiting for months? And I'm like, I'm, I'm not ready yet. And now I guess yeah. that I'm ready. She's just like, okay, well, I'm on the same time and you was on this whole year, so yeah. what's up? And it came to a point, like, it's like, now it's, like, deaded. Like, she's like, nah, I don't want to talk to you no more, and da da Like, yeah. even because- our families met and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. But, babe, yeah, you. that's just... That's just what that is. That's just a result of you. Everybody ain't going to be on your time. Thank you, mama. Basically. Thanks, babe. All right, thank you. No problem. All right. 800-585-1051. Just fix my mess now. She's not an expert at anything. She has a lot of experiences, though. First of mm-hmm. all, go ahead, Envy. You want to go one more? <laughs> mm-hmm. We got Deshaun on the line. Deshaun, good morning. Good morning, y'all. How y'all doing? Now, Deshaun, hey. quickly tell just what's going on, brother. Man, so I was trying to get to know this chick. It's been about three months. Until the like the second month, we laid up in the bed it's about four in the morning. She getting these phone calls. It's her ex calling, right? Mm-hmm. So to begin with, I let her know, you know, I don't want to mess with nobody that's got these lingering exes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I kind of went against myself and I and I brushed that under the rug. Mm-hmm. So like two or three weeks later, she give me a phone call and say, um. She resigned the lease. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. 
Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. For her ex-boyfriend, which they've been apart for two two years, he called the rental company called and said, you know, time to resign the lease. I'm not understanding if we're trying to build something, why would you care? If, yeah. if if he can't get that that lease, you know what I'm saying that same apartment again. Yeah, yeah, you might want to go ahead and cut that off. That don't necessarily mean that they are messing with each other, but like you can tell, she she does a lot of favors for him, and if he can't get an apartment in his own name or uh, something right. like that, like she she the co-signing type, and I know a lot of them, and you don't want to be caught up with any of them because they ain't gonna never stop doing what they what they're doing, ever. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna so, mess around, catch a charge or something. Yeah, absolutely. So the fact that you put three months into it, that ain't the worst. It could have been three years, but yeah, move on. Right. There's somebody out there for you. But leave that leave shorty alone. Dang. Yeah, I appreciate that, Jess the mess. I love y'all, man. I love you love too. You back, Thank you, Deshaun. Now, Jess, what happened if they had kids? Like if she had a kid with her ex and she was just doing it so, you know, baby daddy type of thing. I would never Still know? sign nothing for wrong. Dang. No. I'm I'm just not. 
No? I'm not doing that. You said that was your best friend. That is my best friend. <laughs> I ain't signing nothing for him. It don't matter. I got best friends I ain't signing nothing Damn. for. And Jess is no. absolutely right. Why you aren't giving the worst advice to I people know, about right? stuff like I'm that? I'm asking a question. I'm like, Rome is her best friend and her he baby daddy. Yeah. And still, I ain't signing for nothing. Right. Especially right. if I know his history of payment and all that. No. Exactly. That's right. You do know his Ain't no said. way. I ain't doing that. That's why I'm his best friend because I know I'm the best. No. Okay. <laughs> now, when we come back, we got Jess with the mess. What are we talking about? Oh my god. Usher. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, we talk about Usher. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> we'll do I it. almost forgot. <laughs> I see it, I see it. We'll do it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV hey, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Button. Hmm? Okay, don't hit that snooze button. I don't care how many times we play snooze in one morning. All right, it's time to get up. Mm-hmm. Get your ass up. Yo, that nigga, yo. And he said, hey. <laughs> you can tell he was just asleep, too. <laughs> hey. Well, that's right. Let's get to Just With The Mess. Just, 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 just Jess is going to bring numbers. Just With The Mess. And this is real. On The Breakfast Club. I know they know the distance. Keep it stocked. Lizzo requests to dismiss lawsuit denied. All right, so Lizzo requested that the lawsuit filed against her by her three dancers be thrown out. Um, she wanted to dis- she wanted it dismissed under the anti-slap statute. But people don't know what that is. So the anti-slap, it stands for strategic lawsuit against public participation. Basically, if the person feels like what they said can be used against them, they can file that. Like, they can file an appeal, like, against it. Like, you know, because you have freedom of speech. So that basically... Is what the slap mm-hmm. uh, statute does, uh, anti-slap you, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. I said it already, right? Use All your right. nails. I, I, it's not about reading. It's, it's about the fact that I was saying statute instead of statute. <laughs> Ain't nobody tell you to use all them big words. Who do? It's Sim. Tell, Sim, I done told y'all, man. Why y'all keep doing that? To because my good te- now I now I know that statute is a word. So now, anyway, Judge Mark <laughs> <Yeah>. A. <laughs> so the judge denied the request, saying that the anti-slap statute doesn't really fit this specific lawsuit. <laughs> um, and the so judge, it's a whole statute? Like, no, what, like, no. Statute, <laughs> S-T-A-T-U-T-E. Do birds land on it? We can take pictures in no. front of it? No. That type of statute. Oh, okay. He also determined that. All right, but but the thing is, the judge did help out because he actually threw out some of the accusations in the lawsuit, such as like saying that because they were saying that Lizzo was fat shaming, but it's like mm-hmm. she big too. So like, mm-hmm. what that don't you know what it I'm saying? No mm-hmm. It didn't make sense or whatever. Um, he also determined that the complaint that Lizzo required them to pose for a new photo shoot, um, he threw that out too because that goes under freedom of speech because that's just her vision. You know what I'm saying? And they actually right. y'all did it. Like, did the judge actually say that though? The judge was like. You can't accuse her of fat shaming because she big too. That happened? No, I don't, I ain't saying that. Oh. No, I, I'm, that's me saying Okay, okay, okay. That. Like, okay. if you big and you saying somebody else big, all right, that's just big on big. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That's yeah. not, like, you it's can't, big on big. you can't get, like, crime for that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. All right. And then, um, uh, he said that this case presents a number of difficult issues. So he basically saying, because you, you can't, Distinguish the difference between what's discrimination and what's freedom of speech, but yeah. he, he denied the fact that 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 is dropped altogether. Um, so her lawyer came back, Lizzo's lawyer, Stephen Friedman, said Lizzo is grateful to the judge for seeing through some of so much of the noise and recognizing who she is, a strong woman who exists to lift others and spread positivity. We plan to appeal all the elements to the judge. Um, 
It sounds like all that, that stuff that is eventually going to get dismissed. That's what it sounds like. No, not yeah. Well, eventually, I it's going to take so, time, but, but eventually, all you know. that's going to get dismissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that this is that's what, what it, it was. Like. Yeah, but like stuff like she was fat shaming. I didn't even know that that was one of the things that they said about her. Like she was fat shaming them, mm-hmm. and that she made them pose nude. Like you know, but the thing is, y'all did it. And y'all could have quit at any time. That's right. Yeah, it's not. You can't make it. If if Lizzo sees it as art and she wants to do it as art, you have yeah. the right to say no, right? They will yeah. say that it's the uh, power dynamic. She was in the position of power. Mm-hmm. They weren't. And so they would say it was like an abuse of power type of thing. Yeah. And this is for the uh, watch out for the big girls shoot. So it's like, <laughs> how else you going to watch out for them if you're not new? Like, you, you got to be new. Well, you don't got to be new. But it's well, like. I can see you big without your clothes. I mean, I can see you big with clothes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, she threw it out there, and it was like, all right, cool. You will probably, probably not, all right, cool, but she ain't say, y'all better get naked and run over if here. If not, I'm going to make you, I'm going to fire y'all, and y'all can't yeah, do much. Like, yeah. I, I mean, we don't I, know that. Was, that we, don't, would, we don't know that. But that would be something different yeah, like, yeah. if that was the case, right? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the details of what she yeah. actually said. But the said. judge threw it out. So, yeah, yeah the judge actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. helped her in a lot of ways. That's why, basically, our attorney was saying that she was grateful for that, at least. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I hope that all goes well and gets sorted out. Um, Meg Thee Stallion says that she cut a lot of things out of his. Uh, Meg Thee Stallion went live uh, to celebrate her number one. I love that. Drop a clues bone for that. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Went number one. Then, during the live stream, she she was drunk. But she did say if it went number one, that she was going to put that uh, straw in that henny. And she did that. And she still kept it cute and uh, kept it very professional. Just was thanking the hotties um she shared that she held back on the tea and insult so she was like this was just like you know like real pg-13 in, in her um in really? her eyes so this like, is just like the appetizer yeah oh. you know what i'm saying I, so she went real nice i think we should drop on the clues bombs for the greatest promotional team in the game Nicki minaj and the barbs Absolutely. I, 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 I don't i don't know if this song uh goes number one Without Nicki Minaj and the Barb's promotion for yeah, a week after that, after the song dropped, you a know, Ma- Meg did a good job. She paid for the video out of pocket. You know, she Rock did. Nation did what they they supposed to do as far as promotion, but nobody promoted his like Nicki Minaj and mm-hmm. the Barb's. I mm-hmm. think that watching how Nicki reacted to the record made a lot of people go listen mm-hmm. listen to the record. to the record. Yeah. So and uh, and shout out the Forbes. They actually said that they sh- mm-hmm. they congratulated Megan on her number one, and then they said with the help of Nicki Minaj <laughs> and the fans. And made people interested. More yeah. than help. Like yeah. Nicki Minaj and the Forbes mm-hmm. promoted the hell out of that record. So now her next record, <laughs> Megan, should be thank you. It <laughs> should yes. be thank you. <laughs> but you, but that, that, that's also why you got to be aware of, you know, who you choose to respond to. Yeah. Because right. you know what we say in the country, you know, if a, if a dog barks at the moon, it's nothing. But if that moon was ever barked back at the dog. It's news. It's news. It's news, right. News. I remember that was one of my uh, my positive notes. So thank you for stealing that. Mm-hmm. Um, Usher announced We got that from an old grandma somewhere. All right, don't. Why would you ever say it? <laughs> well, you know, the moon did balk one time. Moon didn't balk. No, for real. Back in the day, this person was on psychedelics, and they said they saw the moon balk back oh, at the dog, up. and it became oh. a big conversation mm. in this town that they were in. That's where the saying came from. I just made that up. I yeah, I know you I did. Know you That's did. my stuff. Now you just revealed it. But yeah, Usher is going on tour, past, present, future tour to promote his upcoming album, Coming Home. And this is very, very um, interesting to me. And I wanted to shout out that he's starting in a DMV. Um, he he hitting uh, DC first, and then he hitting Baltimore. I love that. Mm-hmm. In August, y'all. So yeah, I'm happy about that. <laughs> you going? Probably. Okay. Yeah, I I, I don't want to see him there. I want to see him either in Atlanta. Or New York, oh, since I'm gonna be up here. Crazy. Yeah, that's where you're from. Yeah, like, Atlanta gonna be crazy. Yes, Atlanta gonna be crazy. Yes, so I, I might even see him here in New York or 
uh, since this is where I'm going to be for the next couple years. I feel and like we then, saw Usher so much last year. No, you saw Usher by yourself. You a lot. too. You, you hosted you, something you with him. I know, but I'm talking about he saw him on stage. Like oh, yeah, he saw yeah, the show. Yeah, you held his we hand and all that. We saw him at the together. We did, yeah. yeah. But, but and then I was we saw working. him at Living Black together. Yes, and I was also working. working. And then we saw. I was working too, both times. Not <laughs> really. She was working the whole. Yeah, yeah. Y'all came up there for five minutes. Yeah, we were. And then I went to see him in Vegas. Yeah. That's when you held his hand. I didn't hold his hand. <laughs> and that's when you called him. Yo, at the Living Black concert, that's when you called him uh, a, a walk-in what? No, it was one a of y'all called memorial. him a walk-in memorial. <laughs> he is, man. Drop on a clue bomb for Usher. He is an icon, cultural treasure, and should always be treated as such. I think called him a zombie. <laughs> a walk-in memorial is crazy. Uh, that was Jess with the message. All right, thank you, and Her Jess. news is real, allegedly. People's Choice Mix is up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Jess Hilarious. Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Black History Month, and what are we doing with B Dot today? Man, salute to my guy B Dot. Uh, every day during Black History Month, he drops a podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network called "I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either." Well, he tells you things about Black History that you may not have known, and today he's going to talk to you about some of these man-made lakes that hold the secrets of forgotten Black towns, from Lake Lanier in Georgia to Lake Martin in Alabama, even Lake Norman in Charlotte, North Carolina. These spots have dark tales beneath the surface. I'll let B-Dot talk to you about it. On today's episode of I Didn't Know, maybe you didn't either, I want to ask you a question. Do you have a man-made lake in your city or town? Because if you do, there might be some black bodies under there. And I had absolutely no clue. Did you know that black American towns are under man-made lakes? Some of them. Lake Lanier in Georgia. It's beautiful. Folks go there to boat, fish, jet ski. It's named after a poet. Sydney Lanier. And Lake Lanier was formed in 1956 by the Chattahoochee River. Now, 50 years prior to that, it was a black town called Oscarville, where about 1,100 black people live. It was burned to the ground in 1912, and all the residents were forced out. See, Rob Edwards, Ernest Knox, and Oscar Daniel were teenagers, and they were arrested for the rape and murder of a young white woman in 1912. Now, Rob Edwards, they drug him up out of jail beat him with a crowbar, and lynched him from a telephone pole. The other two gentlemen, Daniel and Knox, they were sent to trial and found guilty on the same day. The boys were sentenced to death by hanging. Now, afterwards, white men named themselves the Night Riders, but they weren't cool with a talking car. Some of you might not get that reference, so I'm going to move on. But those Night Riders of 1912, oh, they forced black folks up out of town. They burned their homes, burned their land, burned their churches, burned their schools. And once the black families fled, Lake Lanier was built on top of what was burned down 50 years later. Lake Martin in Alabama, a black town is under there. Kowalaga, home to the first black-owned railroad started by William E. Benson. And the black school, Kowalaga Academic and Industrial Institute, all under Lake Martin in Alabama. And it's not just lakes. Oh, no, they put parks on top of black towns, too. Back in season one, we talked about the western edge of Central Park in New York City. A black town is under there, Seneca Village. Even where I live, Charlotte, North Carolina, home to the Panthers, the Hornets. Yeah, yeah, I know. Chill out. The city is suffering. And the state's largest man-made lake, Lake Norman. It covers more than 32 acres, 520 miles of shoreline, and it's got tons of history underneath. It's cotton mills under there. An entire Revolutionary War battlefield from 1781 is under there. Remnants of old plantations and homes and highways, an abandoned airplane crash. So today's episode of I Didn't Know, 
Maybe you didn't either. You've got homework. If there's a man-made lake in your town, do a little research and see what was up under there before they put water on top of it. Because there's black towns under some of these man-made lakes. And I didn't know. Maybe you didn't either. I will salute to B-Dot. Yeah, man. B-Dot really does his uh, his homework on these I didn't know. Maybe you didn't either, man. So make sure you subscribe to B-Dot's podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network called I Didn't Know. Maybe you didn't either. Thank you. All right. When we come back, we got the positive notice. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Jess, how you doing? Wednesday. Doing hump day. Good. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I am good. Milwaukee, I wanted to let y'all know that I have rescheduled my shows. Um, I'm sorry, but I am going to be there in May. So if you got your Milwaukee tickets, um, I will be there in May, in May. I'm sorry about that. And salute to everybody in Milwaukee. Uh, we always tell a story that Milwaukee was the first uh, place to actually syndicate the Breakfast Club. Oh, nice. Yep. V100.7 in Milwaukee. Salute yep. to Bailey always. Salute That's to right. my guy, Reggie. So Reg, when Jess Hilarious comes to your town, Milwaukee, you make sure you support her the way you always supported us, okay? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. they absolutely love me, man. When I first uh, dropped the dates, they, yo, they sold the tickets out so fast. They bought them up. Because this would be my first time in Milwaukee. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I'll be there in May, babies. Love y'all. All right. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I, I do. I got to salute Marcy Manfredonia. Marcy. Yeah, salute to Marcy, man. You know, uh, I'm at that age where candles are a very meaningful mm-hmm. gift. And Marcy has always bought us candles. And yep. she saw or heard me complaining about uh, having a shortage of candles. Yep, yep, yep. So she bought us a bunch of different candles uh, yesterday. That's right. And she, you know, you know, she makes candles out of your favorite alcohol. Old liquor so bottles. Yeah. Dragonis. We got a Don Julio up there for you, Jess. No, I'm good. Yeah. I don't need no tequila smell. We got Castle Azul up there for you. She did Castle Azul. She did a uh, 50s, 50s champagne. No, I don't want to smell no she liquor, did, uh, She did a bunch of everything. No, I'm good. That is... <laughs> no, I'm good. What? A tequila aroma? I mean... No, no, no. It's not no, a tequila no, aroma. She just oh. takes the she takes the old bottles and cuts oh. it and puts the candle wax like, in it. So on, it just looks cool. Okay. All right, no, cool. No, it's, nice, it's a nice fresh thing. Yeah, okay, great. Smells. Well, good. But yeah, salute to Marcy. And uh, her business, Custom Candles Company. You can go to uh, check her out on at Custom Candle Co. Mm-hmm. on Instagram. Her website is customcandleco.com. She makes really dope uh, custom candles. She so, does. Nice. So thank you, Marcy. Marcy. <clears throat> She's been a sponsor of the uh, Casey Crew podcast and all that for a long time. So what up, Marcy? Nice. Oh, and the positive note is simply this. Um, that's a good segue because Marcy is an innovator, you know, and uh, that's what innovation is. Innovation is. Life is about innovation. So innovation is the ability to see change as an opportunity, not as a threat. People be so afraid of change. They be so afraid of trying something new. But you have to constantly innovate, man. Innovate or die. Innovate. Innovation is the ability to see change as an opportunity, not a threat. Have a blessed day. Breakfast Club, bitches! Do y'all finish or y'all done? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home financing provided by victory mortgage llc nmls 461249 equal housing lender at&t connects an ode to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream connect the snooze 10 more minutes to dream connect the shower lather up with the news sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that three-hour philosophy show Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.